This is the Daniel Alonzo Wealth on the Beach podcast. I'm a 20-year entrepreneur, investor, and business coach. I've spoken in front of over 300,000 people and been featured in Success Magazine. I became a millionaire at 24. I saved a million dollars in cash by age 28. And I am going to personally help you get totally, absolutely financially independent by creating massive passive income. Join me now. So hello, everybody. Welcome to Daniel Alonzo's Wealth on the Beach podcast. Uh, we're ready for an incredible day of learning and growing. And, uh, and ultimately, look, the whole goal why, you know, th- that I started this, why I'm doing this, why I'm on this journey right now is because I'm really passionate about helping people get financially independent and most importantly, getting financially independent by building massive passive income. So, so we got an incredible guest today and uh, I'm excited about talking to Brittany Michael Chunk and uh, she is a life coach. She's a champion. She's a winner. She's from Canada originally. Yes. I know, I know you're mm-hmm. in LA right now. So, mm-hmm. so tell me, tell me about you and what, what you're doing and what you're up to and how'd you get to California? Of course. Uh, So I do high performance coaching with entrepreneurs and uh, pretty much where I come from in my background is I've been studying this for about eight years and practicing it. And I just found what inner work and what doing hard work on yourself and your life could do for me personally is kind of how I discovered it all. And then I just noticed my life absolutely transform. And so I started sharing this with other people and and people started shifting and just becoming better versions of themselves, becoming more successful, living better lives. And so I just became obsessed with learning everything that I could about doing the work and coaching and, and becoming the best in the field, the best of my capacity. And I just absolutely love being able to help people and uh, help them become better individuals. That's awesome. Well, I've I've been following you for quite a while now, and and you you have a great Instagram presence, mm, and uh, you. you have a lot of followers, and you do a great job, great motivation, great ideas, uh, great videos, and so I am number one. I'm very very inspired by you and oh, what you're you. doing right now. This was great. We we met at uh, Tim's story, so you know yeah. Tim's story, right? So you're yes, yeah, okay. So tell me about how that relationship all starts. Um, Tim is a friend. I met him at a Lewis Howes, the summit of greatness. And he was speaking and this was a while ago. And I remember I was at a point in my life where I really needed to hear his message. And his message was pretty much no matter the challenge that you're going through, there's always a light at the end of the tunnel. God does everything for a reason, the universe, whatever you believe in. Um, and that just really resided with me. And I just remember, being like there, this is happening to me for a reason. Like that was my big takeaway is what is the silver lining in this? And from then I just was very interested in what he had to say. And I had followed him since. And then he mentioned his event in LA and I came by and I'm so happy we were able to connect. That's so cool. Yeah. I was so excited about that. It was great to connect with you. And so, uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking at your Instagram and mm-hmm. I see sassiness. What's sassy? <laughs> what's, what's sassy and why are you so sassy? 
Great question. And for everyone listening, please feel free to add me on Instagram, Brittany Michael Chuck. That's B-R-I-T-T-A-N-Y-M-I-C-H-A-L-C-H-U-K. And you can kind of see what we're talking about. And the reason why I put myself out there in that specific way is because I want people to be okay with being unapologetically themselves. As a coach and getting inside the minds of hundreds of people, you notice common trends. And one of the biggest trends that unfortunately holds people back is they care so much about what people think of them. And through that fear, they play small and they dim their sparkle. And so the reason why I put myself out there in such a big ways, I'm like, don't be scared to be yourself. Stop apologizing for being yourself. Stop asking for permission. My big thing is I'd rather ask for forgiveness than beg or beg for forgiveness than ask for permission because so many people are just living life asking for permission, asking for people to accept them and like them. And when you break out of that fear and break free of that, those shackles and those chains that hold you down, you're able to live this amazing life and you're able to take the next step in in your journey of enlightenment and passion and joy and fulfillment because you no longer are held back by those fears that keep so many people playing small. Why, why do you think why do you think people give such a shit about what everybody thinks about them? Like what like what is it about our minds and just us as humans? Why do you think we're I mean we're all like that to a degree, but some are just obsessed with worrying about like everybody what they think and and they never change their life they never move forward because of that why do you think that why why are people like that great question i and i agree with you i think so many people are so stuck in that fear and you're right they just don't move past it they will live their entire lives even on their deathbed being so concerned of being liked and accepted and caring what other people think and it just breaks my heart and that's why I'm so passionate about what I do is because that's just one of the things that we work on but the reason why I believe they do that is because we've been conditioned because we have programs and because what I noticed for me personally when I used to be so engulfed with this concern of what people thought of me it was because I didn't know how to control my mind I think most people know what they should be thinking. Like I think most people know that they shouldn't be so concerned what people think about them. But for me, I couldn't control my mind to just stop caring so much about what people thought of me because it's all in your mind. Nobody is holding a gun to your head saying, be concerned about what this person thinks of you. Everything is co-created and is the basis of how you think, what are your thoughts? And so when you're able to learn how to control your mind, you learn how to control your life. You put yourself in the driver's seat and empower yourself to not allow fears, excuses, analysis, paralysis, and self-sabotage to run your life. That's, that's, uh, that's powerful stuff, man. I mean, and, and to me, the, the, the number one reason why I took my life to that next level is simply because I, I stopped giving it a, a, a shit about what anybody yes. thought about me. I, I literally, I mean, cause as a, as a child, I, I remember, uh, I was going to a party and I didn't have the right shoes. I was in high school or junior high school or whatever. And the shoes 
did not go with what I was wearing, but those was the only shoes I had. And I just, I, I'll never forget, you know, causing such a shit because of, yeah. of that. And, and, and ultimately, first of all, nobody remembers that day. Nobody no. remembers that party. Nobody remembers that, that I'm the only one yeah. that worried about it so much caused so much heartache to myself and my mom that I'm the only one that remembers that. Nobody else in the universe remembers that crap. So the minute, the minute I got into business, I said, you know what? I just can't care anymore. I'm just going for it. I got nothing to lose, everything to gain. If they tell me no, so what? If they laugh at me, who gives, you know, it doesn't matter. I, you know, I'm just, I'm going for it. For once in my life, I'm just going to go all in. I'm diving in. I'm not sticking yeah. my toe in the water. I'm going to jump head first and we're going to do this. And that's uh, man, it just made such a big difference. So, so tell me a little bit about uh, like, I mean, so what was your childhood like? I mean, what, how'd you grow up and what kind of, what kind of kid were you? Yeah. Oh, I was a troublemaker. Um, I had a very interesting past and I think that's why I am so passionate about focusing on growing my mind and living a very structured, disciplined life because growing up, my parents are the most amazing parents in the entire world. But I think that sometimes kids just have a mind of their own and my mind was not where I believe it could have been or should have been. Um, so I was constantly getting into trouble and I just... I wasn't on a very good path. And what, that's what actually trouble. What do, what do you describe as trouble? <laughs> trouble. What's some of the oh, I that you got into? What? I want to know. Got to know. I, man. Everybody's got to know. Yeah. I haven't told anyone this before. So this will be the first podcast that I share about this, but okay. um, because it is a little bit embarrassing and uncomfortable, but I'm a firm believer in just being very authentic and speaking your truth. So I will, will share this, but I just, um, I was getting in a lot of trouble. I was hanging out with really bad people. I was not doing well in school. I was always in the teacher's office. I used to be super, super, super bullied. And then I became very, I have ADD and ADHD. So the school system, uh, I didn't fit in at all. A lot of the kids used to bully me. They chant one, two, one, two, because I had one unibrow and they had two eyebrows. So wow. they chant that and um, they'd throw things at me. Um, when I got off the bus, I remember them throwing like a Snapple um, glass bottle. And I remember it going straight past my face and I looked to the right and it just when it just smashes and I was like that was like not even an inch away from my head and they used to beat me up they used to throw ketchup on me they were mean I'd walk into homeroom and they would boo if I try and hang out with my sister they would jump on her back and be like you can't hang out with Brittany she has to hang out by herself she's quarantined she's disgusting like they were just so mean and so I just, I didn't fit into the school system because I had so much energy. I was always asking questions. And then what happened is the teachers started to bully me. And then that co-created an environment where the kids thought it was okay too. And the teachers would get super upset with me because I just couldn't sit still. So I just really didn't fit in at all. And so I started to act out in different ways. And then unfortunately I became a bully and that's something that I'm not happy of. And I would never 
ever want to cause pain on another human being. But when I was a kid, I was in so much pain and suffering and hurt that I didn't know how to adapt to it. So that was kind of the way that I um, dealt with it was I had no power and control in my life because of all the bullies. And then, and the school system bullying me as well and telling me I was never going to amount to anything. And so I reacted by then becoming a bully and trying to um, exert power in my own um, unfortunate way. And so I just had a really challenging childhood that was not, um, my mom would always get involved and try and come to school and, and, and try and stand up for me. And she, she really did an amazing job raising me. But at the same time, it's just, you, you can't stop that. Like my mom couldn't, couldn't always be there. And so, um, me and you, me and you, Brittany have a lot in common, by the way. I just want you to know me and you have a lot in common. When I was young, I was one of the bad boys. I always got in trouble, but I, Hey, look, I I was, I'm not the, I'm not the tallest guy. So Mm -hmm. the, the bullies, they, were always bullying me trying to take advantage of me because I was a smaller guy. The only difference is that my grandfather was a boxer. And so on the weekends I would go see him and he would teach me how to fight. And so, so luckily for me, I took down some big, big dudes because, uh, because I've always been a fighter. I've always been willing to fight for what I believed in and Mm. fight for what was right. And, and, and the truth is, even in business, I mean, I, I fought for an injustice. There was a lot of financial companies out there yeah. that they really are not doing what's in the best interest of families out there. So I took a stand. I mean, I, you know, and, and I, I look back, I mean, I could have worked with a lot of different other financial, I'm licensed in all areas, so I yeah. could have worked with any financial services company that I wanted to. But the reason why I didn't is because they were doing bad things. So from a very young age, Brittany, I I hear you, man. I get what you're talking about right now. And let me tell you something, man. I mean, you know, it's not easy. It's not easy being one of those kids where you're always in the principal's office. You're always defending yourself. You're always, you know, you feel like the world is against you. Yes. But but, But the truth is, Brittany, is the coolest thing that ever happened to me, I would say, Mm -hmm. was that. Because yes. that is what formed my thinking, my focus, my determination, my passion mm-hmm. is all that shit through the years, through the young years, created this, this person that was willing to do what was necessary to get the job done. So, um, so, so tell me, like, I mean, you know, as far as like, I mean, you had a crazy childhood. That was cool. Thank you for sharing that with, with us. I appreciate that. Um, look how many weird messages do you get on social media? I mean, like, do you get like some weird messages on Instagram and like, are there a lot of weird people out there trying to, cause I mean, you, you know, look, you have nice photos and you have nice pictures that you post things, a lot of weirdos out there. I think that, um, I think that social media has opened up a very interesting, um, Pandora's box for, uh, different, different people to come out of the woodwork. I believe that technology is very similar to money as it just either enhances people's strengths or enhances people's challenges. So I think that just being on social media and having a lot of people that possibly, um, 
have have different things going on in their life and they they want to reach out and 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 talk to somebody i think that um yeah it's a it's a tool to reach out and and chat with people so i definitely get some very interesting messages but um yeah, I mean, you can you can block people if they're uh, cruel or mean. I just block people immediately. I would never even give them the time of day of even responding, giving them my time or energy. Um, but as for for some of the weird stuff, you just kind of got to move on. Why why let it affect you? So tell me about social media. I mean, give us. Mm. There, there are a lot of uh, even in my business. I mean, we have a lot of young women that want to be in your position because you have a lot of influence out there. You're an influencer right now. I think 25, 26,000 people on Instagram right now, and I'm sure more on Facebook and Twitter and all that stuff. So you have a big group of in, you know, you have a big influence on a lot of people. And of course, if people are going to make it in business, they have to become relevant. They have to stay, become relevant and stay relevant if they're going to impact society in a bigger way. So what, what sort of maybe tips or ideas can you give maybe, I mean, really man or woman, but, but on how you played the social media game, how you created your followers and uh, maybe some ideas that, you know, we can learn from you. Yeah. Great question. I have a 32 hour course on how to grow your Instagram. So I will definitely drop some nuggets. Um, The Biggest, most important thing, everybody asks me this, how do you grow your Instagram? There's no hacks. I mean, you can buy fake followers, but you get shut down and now the new algorithm will actually uh, penalize you because it will show how many people are following you versus how many people liked your stuff. And if the ratio is very small, then it won't show your stuff on other people's walls. That's why you never want to buy fake followers or um, fake likes can also get you shut down. They can actually shut down your account. So you want to do it organically. You want to do it the right way. And the most important thing is to create relevant, engaging content. And this is so important is now based on the new algorithm, what will happen is if you post something and you get a lot of likes within the first hour, it will send a message to Instagram. It's like a robot. It's a very intelligent um, algorithm that your post was something of relevancy and something of quality. So it will show it on more people's walls. So you want to get people engaging, liking, commenting, saving your photo within the first hour of you posting, because then that that will allow you to show up on more of your followers feed. Very cool. Great idea. I love that. Mm-hmm. And so you're, because you, you do have stuff that's engaging. You're always asking questions and do you think that's pretty important? I mean, how do you, how do you, what's the best way to get somebody engaged with you? Yeah. So you want engagement. So now the new algorithm favors likes, follows, comments, um, and especially within the first hour, but, uh, it's now changed where static profiles that aren't engaging with their followers are not getting the likes. Like I watch people and I have to study engagement and, and, and like counts because I'm in the world of social media. That's what I do. I teach entrepreneurs how to grow their social media. So I've seen their, their followers stay the same and their likes have gone to half now based on the new algorithm. So a lot of people have noticed that their likes and their comments and their growth rate has 
literally cut in half since the new algorithm has launched in the beginning of this year. And a lot of it is because they're not engaging with people back. So now it's actually the new algorithm looks at how many people you comment back to and how many people you message back in your inbox. And all of that is taken into consideration. So if you're not engaging and you're very static and you just have people liking, comment your stuff, but you're never liking people's stuff, you're never commenting back, you will get dinged big time. So one of the things I try and do, and also because I just love my followers, like I obviously spend a lot of time on there. I've really worked hard to even grow it to 25,000. Um, but I love my followers on Instagram. Like they're like my friends they're like my family. Like I don't really go out much cause I'm a workaholic. So it's my, it's my way of socializing with people. So I just love hearing their perspective. I genuinely love knowing what's going on in their life. And, um, I just feel blessed that they've taken the time out of their day to, comment on my stuff and engage with me. So why wouldn't I want to engage back? Why wouldn't I return the favor? So that's why I'm very big on asking questions and then following up with people. And also it just is super important for the new algorithm as well. I love that. I love that because I mean, one of the things that I've been talking a lot about lately is the fact that, I mean, I I return all of my, I mean, all of my messages. I mean, I'm on Facebook. Uh, I have a Facebook group private group, uh, Wealth on the Beach Club, uh, that people, people actually, uh, you know, they sign up for the club. It's a private Facebook group. And I only deal with them personally. And then yeah. as well as every week, I do a lesson with them. So we sit any, all over the world, man. We're all over the world. I was just in Miami on the actual beach. And it was, the water was in the back. I mean, it was, it was incredible. And I'm sitting there doing my lesson. So I do a half an hour lesson. I do a 30 minute uh, Q&A. And mm. so, what, so, so that way people are getting specific information versus me just, you know, spitting up information to them that may mm. not be relevant to them at that moment. Uh, and, uh, but anyways, I, and so, but I always, always answer messages back. Yes. And I'll tell you what, I, I, and I notice, and I notice when people don't answer messages back, I look at their Instagram lack, you know, really not a moving Instagram, moving Mm -hmm. social media when they're, when they don't answer back. I mean, unless they have millions and millions of people, but I mean, I think at this moment right now where, I mean, I have a total of, I don't know, 30,000 people on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and, you know, all combined. And so, but I'm always going back and forth, answering questions, trying to engage with them, always commenting on their comments liking their comments. Do you think I'm kind of on the right track? Yes. No, that's super important. And also I just find it common courtesy. Like what if somebody came up to you in person and said, Hey, I like your dress. Would you just look at them and like walk away? I think that it's kind of rude if, if somebody's taking time to reach out to you to just not respond. And that's why I'm like you, I really try diligently to respond to everyone. Obviously I can't respond to everyone, but I really try to. One of the other things that you want to do is, again, we talked about how important it is to create engagement because the new algorithm really favors that engagement. So the other thing that's important is to do polls on your story because when you do a poll on your story or that little thing that um, you can swipe um, on your story, uh, little things like that that get people to do an action with your profile, what that says to Instagram is that person likes your 
your content. So every time they watch your story, it then tells Instagram that your content is something that they value. So then your um, wall post will pop up on their feed. And that's what most people want is their wall post to pop up on other people's feed or their stories to pop up on their feed as one of the top ones. And how that happens is when somebody engages with you. So you always want to tell people to comment below, tell people in your story to go like your latest post, ask questions, just engage, 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 engage. Because every time somebody engages with you, it helps your post be seen on their profile. Wow. Wow. That's pretty cool. Thank you so much, Brittany. That was great information. Hey, hey tell, tell me, Brittany, I mean, I, I got a couple of real quick questions that I'd mm. like to try to, because yeah, you're, 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 you're like, I mean, your mindset is so right on. I mean, I've been, like I said, I've been following you. You've got a great mindset. You're positive. You're motivated. You're doing something. You're going somewhere. You're building brand. You're, you're building businesses. And so, Brittany, what's, what's one thing, like, why that, why is everybody depressed, man? Like what's, what's wrong with people out there? Why are they depressed and, and what could they do to maybe shift their thinking to get themselves mm -hmm. on the right track? Yeah. I believe that 80% of depression is a choice. I believe sometimes people definitely have that chemical imbalance in their brain where they can't help it. But I think most people's depression is a choice. And the reason why I say that is because I went through a very low period in my life and it was a choice. It was a choice of how I decided to think because I believe that um, when I went through my rock bottom, when I felt depressed, I was a very short period of time. It was about a month or two, but I had lost a bunch of weight and I just was very demotivated. I was very emotional. I was found myself very, um, it was very tough for me to get out of bed and I'd, I'd cry a lot. And the reason why is because I wasn't choosing my thoughts appropriately. I was not controlling my mind to stay positive. I was allowing my mind to be negative. I was allowing my thoughts to be destructive and to self-sabotage me. So, so what were some of the little things that maybe you did at that moment to kind of get you to, because some, some people out there, they're probably thinking like, I mean, come on, I mean, I got to think about my thoughts all day long. I mean, yes. I got to think about these. Th I mean, that's like, I mean, that's a lot of work. I mean, what, what, what would you say to somebody like that? It's, it's so what I, what I study and one of the biggest things that's helped my life, my friend's life, my client's life, anyone in this space is, is that consciousness component. And yes, you do have to think about your thoughts all day long, unless you want unconscious programs and insecurities and fears and, and things that you cannot control to run your life. Of course you have to be conscious of your thoughts because that's the first step. So I have, um, the step-by-step -step process being able to control your life and to create happiness to be able to create the life of your dreams. And that's the very first step is that consciousness component. So it's so important to, first of all, be conscious of your thoughts. Then the second step is to figure out what is your dream life? What are your goals? And who do you want to be in future? So what is your dream life? What are your goals and who you want to be in future? So therefore you have a focal point and a reference point of the thoughts that you should be having. And then, so step number one, be conscious. Step number two, figure out what thoughts you should have. And then step number three is the 
hardest step and it's the step that most people get hung up on, but it's learning how to reprogram your thoughts. So learning how to rethink, learning how to relearn things so that you can create a thought process, so you can create a mindset by design because once you have the mindset by design locked in, you get to create a lifestyle by design. And that's what everybody wants is that lifestyle by design. I love that. I love that. I'm always telling people, man, you got to create your life. Don't just live it. Yes. Create your life. And I'm a big, look, I know people say it's, you know, it's BS, but I'm, I'm big law of attraction guy. I mean, yes. I believe that shit happens to me good and bad because of the crap that goes on between my ears. And so I'm, I'm big on creating a life, creating the thoughts, creating the vision, you know, r really. And so, so what, what would you say, I mean, just to kind of wrap this thing up today, um, what, what would you say, Brittany, is, is your biggest success so far? What would you say? Um, I think my biggest success is what we just actually talked about is learning how to control my mind. Because once I learned how to control my mind, I then put myself in the driver's seat of my life where I stopped living a life that I didn't even like. I then learned how to create the type of person that I wanted to become and create the life that I wanted to live. And that all stemmed from learning how to control my thoughts. Learning mental discipline is kind of what I call it. And it just absolutely transformed my life. And it was one of the hardest things I've ever had to do, but it also was the most rewarding because it gave me the highest payoff because then I stopped being lazy. I learned how to work hard because I learned how to train my mind. I then never gave in to these, these harsh feelings of sadness because I learned how to control my mind to stay positive and to stay happy. I then was able to create a massive amount of success in my business and also even create this phenomenal network of influencers and some of the most successful people in the world, these world-class game changers, because I then learned how to become a person of value. I then learned how to add value to people's life. I then became the type of person that I wanted to attract by learning how to control my mind. I love that. I love that. Man. Well, let me tell you something, Brittany, this is, I, I look, we could do this for like five more hours. I'm not even kidding because <laughs> I, I love hanging out with successful people. I love hanging out with people that got their mind right. And I mm -hmm. think you figured it out. You, you got that part set. You're, you're building a successful company and a couple of successful businesses. I'm, I'm just personally really, really proud of you. And I think you're an absolute champion. And, uh, and, and this has just been awesome. I mean, Hey, I just want to let everybody know that, look, I mean, you know, we, we look at some of the things she talked about. I mean, you got to get your Instagram game rocking. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's gonna look, it is the way of the future, whether we like it, we don't like it. It's the way of the future. It's, it's how, you know, big businesses are generating big revenue. Yes. And, uh, and ultimately, I mean, it's going to be the way that you're going to generate massive amounts of leads. I'm talking mm -hmm. a lot of people that are, uh, you know, some of my followers that are on right now, there are a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of business people. And so look, this is how leads are going to be generated. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's mind boggling how many people do not know who I am, right? In my space, everybody knows who I am. But there's, 350 million people in America and most of them don't know Daniel Alonzo. Only way they're ever going to know me 
The only way they're going to want to do business with me, the only way that they're going to build a relationship with yes. me is through social media. That's it's just it. I mean, there's yes. no other way. And, and think about it. It's so cheap. The, the advertising on, mm-hmm. on, on Instagram and Facebook, I don't know how long it's going to be this cheap, but it's, it's really, really inexpensive. People need to take advantage of that. But yes. talked about her childhood. Look, man, you know, what an example that you can go from nothing to something. You can go from nowhere to somewhere with uh, the right mindset, with the right focus, with the right determination, with the right passion. And uh, so cool to, to know that. And, you know, ultimately, I, I love how you said, you know, 80% of depression is a choice because I think that, come on, I mean, you know, I mean, I think America's drugged right now. Yeah. And, and, and let me tell you, I mean, I, I think I got the cure for if you, if you're depressed right now, if you, if you out there are depressed and are, you know, your life's going down the tubes and, and things aren't going well, let, let, let me, let me tell you how to fix it. Okay. It's called progress. It's called do something that makes you uncomfortable. It's called get out of your comfort zone, go try something new and mm-hmm. make some progress. Cause if you're making progress, you will be happy. Because you're growing and you're learning and you're getting better. You know, success is not overnight. There is no get rich quick scheme. In my opinion, get rich quick does not happen to yeah. the majority of the, uh, of, of the people in the world. I'm not saying you can't get rich faster. I just don't think you can get rich overnight. Yes, I You got to work, work on your thinking. You got to work on your business skills. You got to master your craft. And ultimately, you got you to go for it. And then lastly, you said... Uh, you guys, she said, uh, you know, get your life, you know, build your life by design. And I just think that's so powerful. Um, you know, all I know is, uh, you know, I got, I got my wealth on the beach club right now. It's going really, really well. Um, I, I want people to know about that. I also want, uh, Brittany to kind of close us out with just telling us how we can reach you better and, and how we can get to know you. If there's anybody out there that wants to really get in touch with you, how do we get in touch with you? What's the best way to do that? And what sort of programs do you have right now that maybe you're offering? Yeah, of course. Best way to get in touch with me is to head over to Instagram and add me, Brittany Michael Chuck. Again, that's B-R-I-T-T-A-N-Y-M-I-C-H-A-L-C-H-U-K. And I completely agree with you on several different points that you just said. One of them being Instagram. It is so important to be able to master the craft of Instagram right now because that is how you get out your message. The two commonalities that I notice in almost every single person I talk to is they want to make more money. They want to create financial freedom. Why? Because let's face it, money does solve problems. When, when I was broke and I wasn't able to pay off my visa, the financial stress crippled me. Like I get goosebumps even thinking about how stressed I was that I had no money. It, and, and when you have money, you can then buy healthy food. So you, you can essentially buy a healthy lifestyle because you can afford to hire personal training. You can afford a gym membership. You can afford to eat fruits and vegetables, which are much more expensive than Doritos and Twinkies. And so, yes, I believe that money solves a lot of issues and problems and helps you de-stress your life. And the other thing, um, was that people want to make more money and also people want to make an impact. And both of those things you can do from growing your social media platforms. I completely agree with you. I also agree when you said that there's no get quick, um, get rich quick. 
it's yeah. it's that's that's bullshit. Bullshit. Like yeah, yeah. No, I don't know anyone that woke up one morning and was like, I'm totally rich. Every single multimillionaire that I know has worked their ass off, yeah. has paid their dues, has put in the effort, has done the things that are uncomfortable to get to where they need to go. They've learned how to control themselves and discipline themselves to work hard. So I totally agree with you. And um, I just I, I believe that uh, you you have to work hard. You have to train yourself. And I love that you're doing that. And you're such a great example of, of how hard work pays off. So thank you for even taking your time to start this podcast and just giving so much of yourself to people, breathing life into people, because you've really been able to help thousands of people, hundreds of thousands of people within your life. And I think that that's a great example to live up to is to be so outward focused like you are to, to help people. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. And, and uh, you know, so everybody, make sure that uh, – do me a big favor. Make sure that if you're not following me on Instagram, follow, follow me on Instagram. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. And, by the way, uh, also alonzoacademy.com is up and running. It's, it's flowing mm-hmm. good. Make sure you check that out and, uh, and, and make sure you subscribe to that as well. And so – Thank you guys so much for being with us today. Uh, All I know is that life is about decisions and choices. And you got to make those choices, make those decisions, make the right choices, make the right decisions. But as always, dream bigger than ever. Do it now. Yes, I agree. Have a great day. And I want to say one quick thing um, to just add to that is one of the biggest things that I noticed that causes that unhappiness that we were just talking about is what I call the identity gap. And what that is, is when people are living here and they know their potential is much greater and they have that gap between where they are and where they know they could be based on, unfortunately, comparing themselves to other people that have the bigger house, the better relationship, the better body. And so what happens is there's this gap and it creates unhappiness in people. And one of the things that I know is this is the key to happiness. This is the key to fulfillment. This is the key to creating a life that you want to live is by this. And this is how you close the identity gap. And it is taking action taking action and doing the things that you know you need to do. It's focusing, it's getting your work done, it's eliminating distractions, it's eliminating temptations, it's setting your eyes on the prize and focusing and getting stuff done that you need to get done so you can start to close that identity gap and how you do it is you start progressing up this chain because you're starting to go to the gym, you're starting to make more money, you're starting to create better relationships, you're starting to like do the things that you need to do to create this life that you want and to be able to become the person that you know you have the potential to become. And all that is again, based on taking action. So if there's one single takeaway, I hope you guys got so much good stuff from this podcast, but I hope the one single takeaway is, is not to just be learning, not just to be reading all the books and listening to the podcast and going to the courses, but taking all of that knowledge in and then taking action based on that knowledge to be able to propel your life because so many people live with all this guilt because they're living below their potential. How do you live your potential? Start taking action. Start doing the things that you know you need to do. Stop being lazy. Stop procrastinating. Stop self-sabotaging and 
push yourself to become your maximum potential. Love it, love it, love it. Brittany, Michael, Chuck, thank you so much for being with us today. You are a total winner and uh, just wish you all the best in your life. God bless everybody. Have a great day. Do it now. Bye, guys.